2: Welcome to the world of Mr. Black. I am he, you are you, and the time is now for Like It Matters Radio. Living life like it matters. And let's be honest, what other choice do we have? Right? I mean, let's be honest. It is confusing out there. Man, and I've always said this because I believe this, that the enemy's number one weapon formed against us, whether you're talking about on the battlefield of a real battlefield, the battlefield of life in in maneuvering through this world, the spiritual battlefields. Uh, it, 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 you got to know what's going on around you. You got to know the battles in the mind. You got to know how to wage the battle. It's so important. And ladies and gentlemen, it's a mess out there. Confusion is the enemy's number one weapon formed against us. When we're confused, we don't speak out. When we're confused, we don't step out. When we're confused, we don't speak up. We don't act up. And I mean that in a good way, not in a bad way. And ladies and gentlemen, what's going on in this country is confusing. And whenever we're looking at confusion, you gotta know that is a byproduct of the father of lies. That is a byproduct of the God of this world. That is a byproduct of the prince of the power of the air. That's what's going on. And so today on Like It Matters Radio, I want to bring some clarity to the confusion. I want to bring some light to the darkness. Today on Like It Matters Radio, I want to answer the question, what is happening in America? I mean, with the tragedy in Memphis and all around America, people are struggling to find answers. And the problem is we're looking in the wrong direction. We're all looking out there, and that's not the problem. Until we quit looking for the problem everywhere else, we're never going to solve it. Because the problem's in us. The problem's in us. The answer is people. And here's the problem. The problem is people. And you know what the solution is? The solution is people. (laughs) You see, we're all in the people business. We all are people. And when two people love each other and they get married, then they have little people. And when you start a business, you bring in people to be a part of your team. And when the economy goes bad, you gotta let go of people from your team. And when you go to church, you connect with people. And when you go to the grocery store, You connect with people. And when you're driving down the street, you connect with people. Anybody get the common theme here? I don't care where you get your paycheck from. I don't care if you get a paycheck. You could be like Mr. Black and don't get a paycheck. (laughs) We're all in the people business. We are all a people. And we are called to know thyself. And so today I want to unpack this. And I want to suggest, because it's true, that it's a people problem. When you look at what's going on, this thing in in Memphis, this shooting of Tyree Nichols, and it's sad, absolutely sad. The loss of life is sad. I can't see anybody abused. There's no rightful justice. Remember that guy? uh, uh, I forgot the guy's name was Subway. Uh, The guy, remember, he ate Subway sandwiches for a year, uh, and then he got so thin, and he became the face of Subway. Jared, that was his name, Jared. Became the face of Subway Sandwich. I mean, the guy became a celebrity because he used to be big and fat and then he got skinny, supposedly solely eating Subway sandwiches. And this guy made a career out of it. He became famous, multimillionaire, fame, notoriety. And then they found out he was a pervert. And he was playing on little kids. And he's in prison. He'll be in prison for the rest of his life. And I remember a few years ago, Uh, reading an article Uh, And something happened to Jared in prison and by the way he deserves to stay in prison God says uh, You know those that keep little children from coming for me. It'd be better if you weren't born You might as well tie a millstone around your neck and jump in the deepest water That's what God himself says for those that harm little children. It's pretty clear. There's no mincing of words But I remember reading and what happened when Jared was in prison and he's been protected a lot and something happened uh, and he got uh, He got abused And uh, I remember reading comments and people were gloating People yeah Yeah, he got what he deserved. Yeah, he got what he did to other people. Yeah, they did to him what he did and I'm like, wow Is this really what we've come to? And this is a a grown-up warning. So there's kids listening, maybe we should get the kids away from the the radio right now because this is a serious conversation. But this is where we got to realize that word, rape, it's never good. And for some people out there to think that it's okay because he did that to somebody else, you've crossed a line. What's wrong is wrong no matter what. And what's right is right no matter what. And we have skewed that. We have now gotten to the place of reparations. We have now gotten to the place of pound of flesh. We have now gotten to the place of wreck or wrong, where it's okay to destroy Donald Trump because he's a boogeyman. And it's okay to destroy anybody that voted for him. It's okay to throw him in prison. It's okay to beat him up. It's okay to, that they can't have a job. Like, like Maxine Waters said, if you see them in a restaurant, you make it uncomfortable. You tell them they're not welcome around here. Remember that black guy that works on Fox News, Johnny? I think his name is Johnny. He got thrown out of a restaurant because the owner of the restaurant didn't like his political views. Now here's a black man. Could you imagine if a black man who is a Democrat got thrown out of a restaurant? What would be happening? There would be cries. There would be a race—there would be—that place would be shut down. They'd probably burn it down, and everybody would justify that place being burned down. But because this black man was a conservative, was a Trump supporter, he lost all his victim status. So he's no longer able to claim victim status because now he's evil, because he thinks differently than you're allowed to think if you're a black person. And that's not racism. So do you see what I'm saying? We've gotten to the point now where evil's not evil, where only the people who decide what's evil is evil. So something done to them is bad, but if they do it to somebody else is good. Do you see what I'm saying? The problem's people. Ladies and gentlemen, what happened to Tyree Nichols is absolutely unacceptable. But I'm going to tell you right now, it's not a cop issue. It's not a race issue. Those five cops that beat this black gentleman, Tyree Nichols, to death, were all black. And you know, I read something that really broke my heart. The mother said, I wish that they weren't black. It would have made this a lot easier, wow. So she's okay with her son being beaten to death by cops as long as they're not black. And what she's saying, it was to make it a lot easier because at least we all know white people are evil. Don't you see the racism right there? And this is what's going on. We are now promoting racism. We have never done that before. And somehow we're justified because some of you out there are racist in the past. You, you see things through, through skin color. That's the definition of racism. And, and so, ladies and you know, gentlemen, today I want to talk about what is this thing going on. We don't need to – it's not about race. It's about people. There are certain laws. Understanding, forgiveness. We got to understand who we are as human beings. We got to understand that we all need mercy and grace. If I can understand you a little bit better and you can understand me a little bit better, it doesn't make sense we're in a position to have a better relationship. We got so much bitterness, so much victimhood. We've gotten on the drama triangle. So now it's okay to do evil to somebody else if you can justify that they're evil. And ladies and gentlemen, that's where the people problem begins today on like it matters radio we're having you consider it's a people problem I'm black and we'll be right back
3: leadership awakening even impacts the season pros take a listen at these comments from Kevin who recently attended leadership awakening
4: I've struggled with a lot of things I've been in so many different trainings, followed Tony Robbins, John Maxwell, all these great self-development gurus, but I have never went through a training as difficult and as intense as that 48 hours that we went through. What we went through was absolutely amazing and I'd love to share it with as many people as I could. I kept being told on how intense this training was gonna be, that it was gonna be difficult. And I mean, I've walked on hot fire. I've broken arrows, I've walked on glass. I've done so many things. I thought, how hard could this be? Well, the number one thing that I gained from Leadership Awakening was another level of awareness. Ready to go for another level of awareness? Go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule to register for the next Leadership Awakening class in Minneapolis, March 30th through April 1st. That's likeitmatters.net.
0: Soaking up the sun in Fiji, walking through the Sculpture Garden in Minneapolis, or standing in awe at the Grand Canyon, we're where you are. Listen to Freedom 1570
4: at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Quit smoking, chew, and vaping with this half-price offer from Freedom 1570 and breathe freedom from nicotine. Get one program for just two fifty. dollars That's half price for the faster, easier, and more effective way to quit smoking. There's a limited number of these half-off deals available. It's just $250 for one person, meaning you could save thousands this year. So call Freedom 1570 today at 651-405-8800. That's 651-405-8800. Save 700 gallons of water and 250 pounds of salt this year with the new wet technology water softener from Commerce Water. Get $400 for your old softener. Commerce will haul it away too. Commerce.com. Commerce Water. Go to Commerce.com.
2: Welcome to the world of Mr. Black. You've had a difference in your relationship with God too. Tell me about that. Um, yeah, I was
3: I was raised in a church uh, and I kind of stepped away uh, in, in my adult life and it's really amazing. Sorry, I'm gonna get emotional. That's okay. but it's 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 amazing. It's an amazing feeling inside my heart. Like it matters unique approach allows people
0: to see, hear, and experience leadership in motion. Like it matters radio. Radio Like It Matters.
2: Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, like it matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am black. And today we're talking about it's a people problem. You know, people want to know what's going on. We're not struggling with a racism problem in this country, although I would say that it's getting worse and worse, racism. And the reason is because the government's promoting it. Uh, Dr. King has got to be rolling in his grave. Uh, Dr. King says, I dream of a day that my four little children will live in a country where their skin color doesn't matter. For what matters is the choices they make. What matters is the content of their character. That me and my children are judged not by choices that were not ours, because we didn't decide the color of our skin. We didn't decide what state we were born in or what country we were born in. We didn't decide our parents' socioeconomic background that they were in when they had us. We didn't decide where we were gonna live as babies and as five-year-olds and 10 years old and 12 years old. We didn't decide if our dad was gonna go out and womanize or drink or come home and be a good man. We didn't decide if our moms would work two and three jobs. See, we had no choice in any of that and yet those choices affected us. They're called family of origin issues. And by the time a child is five years old, a majority of their map of reality is already in place. They're figuring out how to maneuver this thing called life. That's what Dr. Alfred Adler, famous psychologist, says. I'm just bringing you science. Remember, follow the science. You like to preach it. You might want to actually do it. It's science. And science says this, that depression equals helpless and hopeless. And when people are helpless and hopeless, they will do whatever they need to do to survive. See, this is why I do this radio show. This isn't just to take up space. I want to teach you. I want to teach you how you work and how you create experience. Remember, man is a three-part being. We have a body that's a machine, and when you wake up, you feel a certain way because of what's going on in the machine while you were sleeping. You got to water the machine. You got to feed the machine. You got to rest the machine. You've got to take care of the the oil. The fluids, the filters, the belts. Anybody got it yet? Just like you take care of your car and get a tune-up every so often. Just like you take care of your car and get the oil changed every so often. Just like you take care of your car and you get a 90,000-mile checkup and get all the fluids replaced, get all the belts replaced, get all the filters replaced. If you do that for a car, well, why wouldn't you do that for the goose that lays the golden egg? See, you got a body and it's a machine. You got to know how to run the machine. The body releases 63 known chemicals, and those chemicals make you feel. But the mind runs the body. And the Bible's replete with Scripture that tells you the battle's in the mind. Between the stimulus and the response, there's a space, and in that space is our power. It is our freedom. That's by Dr. Viktor Frankl. Why does that matter? Because you want to, you want to see someone who could claim victim status? Dr. Victor Frankl could claim victim status. See, he wasn't a Jew, he's one of God's people. And the world has hated Jews because they're God's people. They don't know that's why they hate them, but that's spiritually what's going on. The most abused people group in the history of the world are Jewish people. The most successful people in the world, Jewish people. If you look at the stats on Israel, what it produces, Nobel Peace Prize winners, scientists, solutions, weaponry, all that, the agriculture now, it, it, all the stuff. It is an example of success. They're God's people, even though a lot of them don't even follow after God. But God chose them, it doesn't matter what they chose. And so you gotta understand, Dr. Victor Frankl knows what it's like to be victimized. Dr. Frankel was rounded up because he happened to be Jewish. He was rounded up and he wound up into a couple different concentrations camps until he wound up in the notorious Auschwitz. And in Auschwitz, he saw his pregnant wife killed. He saw his mom and dad killed. I think there was a sibling. He saw the inhumanity of man to man and his deepest depravity. You talk about having a right, a free pass to victim status. But that's not what Dr. Frankel did. Dr. Frankel wanted to find meaning in the torture, in the abuse, in the pain. And while he was in, he wrote a great book, highly recommended, it's called Man's Search for Meaning. And Dr. Frankel said that when the gates of Auschwitz would open up, He said he could tell who was going to make it. And by make it, he didn't mean survive, because that was out of the realm of their control. He put it this way. The Nazis could take our food. They could take our clothing. They could take our lives. They could take our family. They could take our everything. But they could not take our will. That had to be freely given. And in Auschwitz, he came with a concept of logotherapy, where man has a will to meaning. See, this is why by the time a child is five years old, a majority of their map of reality is in place, because remember, it's a people issue. You gotta know people. We're little meaning makers. And from the beginning of time, we start wanting to make sense out of things. Even if we're being abused and raped and molested, we attempt to make sense out of it. We're meaning makers. Why, God? Why, Daddy, are you doing this? Remember little kids, if you live in a healthy childhood, When you're a little kid, you ask your daddy, why daddy? Why is that doing that? Why are they saying that? Why mommy is that like that? Why? They want to make sense of it. They're creating the structure of their beliefs. If A, then B. See, that's what a belief system is. If A, then B. Why does that matter? Because everything we do or do not do is driven by a belief system. All your beliefs dictate everything else. They dictate how you feel. They dictate form. They dictate function. They dictate how well you think you're doing or how well you think you're not doing. All that is based on your beliefs. And you know the sad part is most people don't know what they believe. That's why they're so easily swayed. And then remember, you can take your fingerprints from the 11th to the 22nd or a 13th to 21st weeks. That's what it's, 13th to 21st weeks in utero. Your fingerprints come in the same exact time the, the lobes of your brains come in. And so... I could capture your fingerprints and tell you exactly, exactly what's going on in your head just from your fingerprints because they're identical patterns. And the most common of the fingerprint patterns, there's four of them, is what's called loops. I think 66%, two out of three people, have majority of loops on their fingers. Why does that matter? Because one of the qualities of a loop is it makes that person affected. That means they're affected by their environment. That means they're going to mold to their environment. And then you study epigenetics. Epigenetics, which is basically something fairly new. Uh, Dr. Caroline Leaf, um, uh, Bruce Lipton with The Biology of Belief, a book written about a dozen years ago, best-selling book. The study of epigenetics tells us that we're a community of 300 trillion cells, all driven by our environment. See, Dr. Lipton said we've always believed And it's the book, Biology of Belief, where he said this. He said, we've always believed that the the cell was driven by the nucleus. He said, we're wrong. He said, what actually drives the nucleus is the cell membrane. And so then he says these astounding words. He says, so technically, we are all a community of 300 trillion cells, all driven by our environment. And you know what's the ultimate environment? In your head. See, you can't escape it. It's like the psalmist said, like when David was talking, where can I go to escape God? He said, I can't go anywhere because God's everywhere. If I go to the bottom of Sheol, God's there. If I go in the depths of the ocean, God's there. If I go in the highest of heavens, God's there. Where can I go that God is not? God is everywhere. It's the same thing with the environment inside your head. See, I don't care if you share your bed with anybody else. We all have to sleep with ourselves. Think about what I just said. Some of you taking it into physical. No, I said it doesn't matter who you share your bed with. We all have to sleep with ourselves. Why do you think we self-medicate? Why do you think we need the pot? Why do you think we need the pills? Why do you think we need the little punchy-punch, drink-drink? right because we don't like the company we keep in the quietness of our mind between the stimulus and response there's a space and in that space is our power it is our freedom and you control what's going on between the stimulus and the response that's true therapy this is where I tell you how you work your mind is six times faster than you can talk God tells you to hold your tongue it's the most dangerous of all your organs. It can do more damage than anything else. God tells us, and he would never tell us to do something that he doesn't equip us for. Your mind is six times faster than you can talk. God made you to where you can hold your thought captive to the obedience of Christ. That's what it says. God tells us to focus only, think, uh, focus only on those things that are good and pure. God tells us in Romans 12 too, to transform your thinking to not think like this world, to not conform to the thinking patterns of this world. Why? Because he's our manufacturer. He knows how he made us. He knows that we move in the direction of our focus and we focus in the direction of our movement because he put the eyes in the front of our face. So he told us to remember. The number one commandment in the Bible is remember. You know what number two is? Do not fear. There are over 1,400 ailments directly linked to fear on its own. Why do you think our manufacturer, our creator, felt the need to tell us one time for every day of the year, do not fear, do not fear. And so God's telling us his greatest commandments is not about sex, drugs, or rock and roll. It's not about idolatry or adultery, and all those are bad. It's not about all that. God's greatest commandments are remember and do not fear. Why? Because he know how he made us, and he made us wonderful. But we've got to function as if. So, today we're talking about it's a people issue. I'm Black. We'll be right back.
4: To learn more from Mr. Black, the next Leadership Awakening class in Minneapolis is March 30th through April 1st. Details at likeitmatters.net. Some days I feel so down, I can barely get out of bed. Is this depression? Mental Health Minnesota is here to help seven days a week with resources, peer support, online screenings, connections to treatment, and crisis services. It's anonymous, confidential, and free of charge. Whether you're living with a mental health condition, are concerned about someone you love, or could use some support, Mental Health Minnesota is here for you. MentalHealthMN.org, sponsored by Mental Health Minnesota, the Minnesota Broadcasters Association, and this station.
5: Discover the tools to build your relationships, your vision, and your life. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio.
2: Radio, like it matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am black. And today, we're getting deep. We're getting real because that's what leaders do. Leaders don't uh, play the fake game. Leaders are all in. Leaders face reality. Leaders are part of the solution, not part of the problem. And leaders talk about deal with honesty. And so, you know, today I knew I was going to be talking about this uh, this travesty in Memphis. And, and again, uh, uh, my sympathy uh, goes out to Tyree Nichols' family. Uh, and it's sad, but it, it's not a cop issue. It's not a race issue. Even the mother said, you know, it, it she wishes— that the people who killed her son were not black. It would have made it a lot easier. Now, I know what she was saying. What she was saying was basically that we all know that white people hate black people, so it would have made it a lot easier if those were white people, white cops who killed my black son. See, and that's the problem. See, we got this racism now built in from the state. I don't think we've ever had a more racist president than Joe Biden. I mean, let's be honest. Racism, by definition— is using skin color as a determinant factor so make sure you have your dictionary out because some of you don't I don't think you've ever picked up a dictionary you might want to pick one up and not one that's called the woke dictionary actually a real dictionary one that's been around for a couple of hundred years you might want to take a look at it ageism ageism is using age as a determining factor If I think you're too old, I need a young person with this job. Or if I think you're too young, I need an old person with this job. I am committing ageism. Sexism. If I believe that only a man can do this job, or I believe that this is a job for a woman, I'm engaging in sexism because I'm using somebody's sex as a determining factor. The new one now that you all wanted to apply to Fenterman, isn't it wonderful? Called ableism. So if someone's not able to do a job now, now they're a victim. So if I spent all my life not taking care of myself and I weigh 500 pounds because I just haven't done what it takes not to weigh 500 pounds, and the job I'm wanting to apply for requires that I crawl around under desks and in in narrow areas. And because I'm 400 pounds, I can't crawl around on the floor, I can't get in small spaces, and yet, if my the person that was going to hire me tells me I'm not hiring you because you're big and fat and can't do the job, I would have a lawsuit against them. And you know what the claim would be? That they're an ableist. Because they're using the fact that I am not able to do a job. Now get this. They're using the fact that I'm not able to do the job against me. Yeah, I know how crazy that sounds. But this is where it gets into la-la land. It gets so crazy now. But this is what the Bible says. In the end, what's wrong will be called right, and what's right will be called wrong. What's crazy will be called normal, and what's normal will be called crazy. Here we are. And so, by logic, and by a real dictionary, not a made-up one from the left, racism is using skin color as a determining factor. If I like you or don't like you based on the color of your skin, I'm a racist. If I want to hire you or fire you based on the color of your skin, I'm a racist. If I believe you're a good person or a bad person based on the color of your skin, I'm a racist. Don't you get it? And I'll go back to what I said. I don't think we've had a more racist president in the White House for 100 years as Joe Biden because he knows that the black vote, he has to have that to get what he wants done. The downfall of America, I know no one wants to hear this, is going to be the angry black person because now we're going to pay them all $5 million and everything that's ever happened bad to them is because they're black, but all the success they've ever had is all because they're hard work. But all their problems are solely because they're black. Do you you see, when I make a mistake, I learn from it. When I fall short, I analyze it. There's something called failing forward, that if you're not as successful as you want to be, then you haven't failed enough. Because in the old days, we believed that adversity was the road to greatness. In the old days, we used to use words like intestinal fortitude about overcoming about more than a conqueror. We used to talk about sticks and stones may break my bones but words may never harm me. And now people say a word and we shake and we crumble and we get them banned for life and we get them thrown in jail. And then you look at the the newspaper, Atlanta, Baltimore, Detroit, studies show Democrat-run cities have highest homicide rates, stunning. And then you look at these cities That, like, uh, look at uh, Mayor of Atlanta. The last Republican mayor of Atlanta, ready for this, was 1882. 1882. That's it. Last Republican mayor of Atlanta. 150 years. What a racist state, huh? How about this one? Detroit, Michigan. The last one. Ready for this? 1962. And that was just uh, from 1957 to 1962. Democrat before, Democrat after. One, 70 years ago. Detroit, look at the mess it's in. Now you go through, look at Chicago. Why don't you look at Chicago? 1915 to 1923, and again, 1927, 1931, known as Big Bill. Most recent Republican to have served as mayor of Chicago, William Hale Thompson, Teddy Roosevelt McKeldin was an American politician, he was a member of the Republican Party, served as mayor of Baltimore twice, last one from 1963 to 67, and I'm not sure when there was another Republican besides that guy. Ladies and gentlemen, there's a problem. It's called insanity. The problem's the people. And then look at the news. I just saw this in Detroit, talking about Detroit. $20 stores robbed this month in Democrat-run Detroit. 25%, ready for this, one out of four of Motor City dollar stores were robbed in the first 22 days of January. The first in three weeks of January in Detroit, again run by Democrats forever, one out of every four dollar stores has been robbed in the first 22 days. And you know the thing was, the, the former ch- uh, chief of police said they won't do anything about it. They won't put cameras in. They don't want to challenge. They, so they put their employees at risk. They put their customers at risk because they're afraid of making someone mad. They don't want to arrest people who rob. They don't want to bre- arrest people breaking break in because then they'll be looked down upon because they're turning in black people. I mean, this is what it's come to now. This is how crazy. How about this one? Decline in church attendance drove deaths of despair among middle-aged white population. People are leaving the church in droves. I mean, look at this thing with Meghan Markle. This is what happens. I was just reading this article, Dan, Meghan Markle. Stunning. Absolutely stunning. Meghan Markle and Prince Harry act like a couple of teenagers, source say allege an explosive book. So what no one hears about is how Meghan Markle is an abuser. Oh, my gosh, she would abuse everybody. Scare and threaten them. I mean, people have panic attacks. She'd bully people her and Harry I mean just bullying everybody but look oh poor her she's she's a movie star she married a prince she's gorgeous and supposedly she's black I mean I don't know how she's black but as Adrian allows to say what <laughs> she's not black and yet she claims victim status as a black person because someone in her family is black I think her dad or her mom's black I don't know but you look at her I don't black is a color she ain't black Maybe it's not a color anymore. Maybe it's something else. But you got to see what's going on. And we're being lied to. And so what, I'm going to tell you why this matters. This isn't just news headlines. This is important. I'm going somewhere. Do you see the latest Twitter files? They show media and Dems relied on single source alleging Russian bot activity, and it was all a scam. Elon Musk said shame on MSNBC. They lied. Substack writer Matt Tlaib previously reported how top Democrats like Adam Schiff and Senator Dianne Feinstein as well as Democratic Senator Richard Blumenthal kept promoting claims that the Kremlin had significant influence in public discourse being, being told otherwise. They were being lied to. On Friday, Tlaib did a deep dive into the source Hamilton 68, a so-called dashboard that purportedly monitored Russian bot activity. Hamilton 68, which is spearheaded by FBI special agent and MSNBC contributor Clint Watts, was operated by the Alliance for Securing Democracy, a neoliberal think tank founded in 2017 with an advisory council that includes all Obama people. Podesta, Mitchell Morrell, Mitchell McFaul, all those. And the whole thing was a lie. All these people and Twitter executives were told that. We're saying, hey, you're, you're blame- calling Americans Russians, they're not, you're lying just because you don't agree with them. Why does all that matter? Because hope, when you can't have faith in what's being told to you, when you don't know what the truth is, then everything else crumbles. See, human beings have basic needs. Abraham Maslow had the, uh, uh, the hierarchy of needs. We have basic needs, physiological needs, safety needs. And then we have psychological needs, we have belongingness needs, we have esteem needs. And then above that, we have self-actualization needs. But they're all based on understanding, understanding our environment. And when you don't, can't believe anybody, you can't believe the government anymore, you can't believe that we have free and fair elections, the media now tells you they're part of the Democratic Party that they're not gonna tell you what Republicans believe because they don't like what Republicans believe. I mean, you're being lied to. I mean, people are being spied on and lied to. FISA courts lied to. And nobody goes to jail except if you're a Trump. So you got to start questioning. And look, they can tell you everybody September 6th that was in D.C. I mean, January 6th. But there's only 80 people around the Supreme Court judges. And they can't tell you who leaked the Dobbs decision. Of 80 people that had access to it, they can't find out who leaked it. But they can tell you the tens of thousands of people, every single old grandma who was in Washington, D.C. January 6th, and they've arrested him, been to their house. You see what I'm saying? People know that things aren't right, and so there's instability. And so what's going on in America, it's not a race issue, it's not a cop issue. It's a people issue, and we're all people, so we need to figure out how we work so we can get this thing going in the right direction. I'm Black, and we'll be right back.
3: Welcome to the world of Mr. Black.
2: You've had a difference in your relationship with God, too. Tell me about that. Um, yeah, I was I was raised in a church, uh,
3: and I kind of stepped away uh, in, in my adult life, and this class kind of brought me right back to, to my faith, and that's a huge, huge part of my life that's just been missing, and I just I, I feel rejuvenated, if that makes sense, that, you know, knowing that God's walking right next to me every day, every night. You know, he's right here for me and everyone else for that matter. But he's here for, for me right yeah. now.
2: And you have some peace, don't you?
3: Oh, it's, it's, it's really amazing. Sorry, I'm going to get emotional. Okay. But it's, it's 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 amazing. It's an amazing feeling inside my heart. Like It Matters' unique approach
0: allows people to see, hear, and experience leadership in motion. Like It Matters Radio. Radio like it matters. Sightseeing in Paris, at the Mall in Bloomington, or on horseback in Dallas. We're where you are. Listen to Freedom 1570 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app.
4: 612, the bird. Trust is earned and couldn't be more important when you have a house project. With over 13,000 reviews online and a 4.8 on Google, you can trust Early Bird Electric. Early Bird is the troubleshooting expert, your go-to for small projects like adding an outlet or big remodels and rewiring. And yes, Early Bird offers same-day service and 24-7 emergency service. Mention The Patriot and your trip charge is free with repair purchase. 612-THE-BIRD. Call 612-THE-BIRD or visit 612 the Fish, twin
5: TheFishTwinCities.com is streaming your favorite contemporary Christian artists like Matthew West, Toby Mac, for King and & Country, and many more. Stream along at FishtwinCities.com, download the free app, or listen on your Amazon smart speaker.
2: This is Scott B. Black, Master Trainer for Like It Matters, and your host for Like It Matters Radio, calling all Leadership Awakening graduates. The time is now to raise the bar to finish what you started. As a graduate of Leadership Awakening, you know how transformational awakening is. However, it's also incomplete. Leadership Adventure is about applying what you learned in Leadership Awakening. How do you take a team of leaders through the undulating line of life and success? Welcome to the second half of the Leadership Experience Leadership Adventure. This is a fun class and is done in an outdoor adventure setting. Leadership Awakening goes from 1 to 25. Leadership Adventure goes from 26 to 100. This is not Leadership Awakening a second time. It is a whole new adventure that picks up right where you left off in Leadership Awakening. If you're ready for the next level, the time is now to register for Leadership Adventure, March 2nd through 4th and April 9th through 11th. Details at likeitmatters.net. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio. Like It Matters inspiration, education, and application. I am black. And today on Like it Matters radio, we're talking about it's a people issue. That's really what it is. We all want to make it everything else, but it really is a people issue. It's not about race, it's not about cops or law enforcement. It's about people. And you got to know how people work. This is why I do this radio show. This is this radio show is an outreach though uh, um, a byproduct of my leadership training. I've been doing it for 31 years. I train from all walks of life, from all income levels, all socioeconomic backgrounds, all skin colors. I don't care who you share your bed with. I don't care what bathroom you use. I don't need to agree with your spiritual beliefs. I don't need to agree with your social beliefs. I just don't want to bring any of that lies and that crap into my class. Let's bring you and work on you Let's take a look at your belief systems, the structure of your beliefs. Let's take a look at what you're getting based on who you are, based on what you want. Let's take a look at your trauma, your drama. Let's take a look at what things in the past are holding you back that you can clean up, and let's refocus on a brighter vision. What do you want so bad that it's worth not feeling the victim? What do you want so bad that you're willing to pick yourself up, dust yourself off, hit again? What do you want so bad that you're willing to forgive and give mercy and grace, instead of burning down cities and and killing people and and demanding justice as you commit crimes, that if you got the justice, you'd be in prison. But it's only justice for everybody else, not for me. Right, Uh, I get my own justice, I decide my own justice, but then I'll decide your justice too. I mean, this is crazy. And this is why I do on this radio show, is I teach how you work. Now, it doesn't replace the class. My leadership training of 48 hours will give you more than you can get in two weeks in anybody else's class. You will learn how you work. Remember, man's a three-part being. We have a machine called the body. It's our temporary dwelling place. It's our tabernacle. you got to know the rules of the body. It creates experience. And then you got to know that the brain runs the body, the battles in the mind. Focus only on those things that are good and pure. Hold your thoughts captive to the obedience of Christ. Um, focus not on the things of this world but the things of God. See hope. What's going on in this world today, in America today, is there's helpless and hopeless. People have lost hope. People can't trust anything. Our elections are staged. Right now, you're being told what the state-run media wants you to know. Uh, You have a deep state that's controlling the narrative that if you're not in line with the deep state, the FBI is going to come in your door at 2 o'clock in the morning and raid your house, go through your wife's panty drawer. But if you are part of the deep state and you do the same thing— Oh, it's just a misunderstanding. Oh, there's no reason to get the FBI there. Oh, they're working with us. Fine. They're, oh, everything's fine. Yeah, everything's fine. So you got to know. It's it's fifth generation warfare. Look it up. Google it. See, You'll see what I'm talking about. As different as the world wants to tell you, as different as Joe Biden wants to tell you we are, we're more similar. 99.89% of our DNA is the same. Now, there's something like 3 billion genetic pairs that make up all of our characteristics. And so 1,000 of that is still three million pairs. In those three million pairs is all the difference. We all come from the same god goo. We are one race. There is not a race war. There is one race, it's called the human race. Skin color does not make a different race. Skin color is a genetic marker, just like a a full head of hair and a widow's peak just like slanted eyes or round eyes versus oval eyes. Those are all genetic, the, the pigmentation of your skin, freckles or not, you can roll your tongue or not. Those are all genetics. 99.9% of our DNA is identical. We all wanna love and be loved. We all wanna know we matter. We all wanna be able to, 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 to live a life of safety. This is why we're teaching our kids now, our black kids, to run from cops, that cops are out there to kill you. Again, here's what happened in Memphis again. Here's a guy, again, running from cops. And it's not right, but these cops are human beings first and foremost. Now, what they did was wrong. What I saw, I can't even watch it, they all should, I mean, double the penalty because they're cops. They've been given authority over people. They've been given guns. And with much authority comes much responsibility. Just like God said, the teachers of the law will be held to a higher standard. That's what God says. So law enforcement officers, when they violate law and abuse people they're supposed to be protecting and serving, I, it is legitimate that their penalty should be greater than a civilian. But that is not a bad cop issue. That's a bad human issue. And what's going on now is these cops now are being threatened. They're being demeaned. There's all-out assault. Black kids are being taught to run from them because you can make your family millionaires. You can become a victim. Your mama can become famous. Black Lives Matter. We'll buy you a new home, or actually buy themselves a new home with your murder and all that. It's sad, but this is what we're doing. This is what we're making okay. And remember, every human being, Maslow said this, not just black humans, not just white humans, all humans. They have basic needs. We have physiological needs. We need water, food, warmth, rest. We have safety needs, safety, security, and that's not there. Because now when people commit crimes in these liberal states, they don't do the time. But yet this guy who pushed someone, this, this person who's fighting for life, protecting the unborn, a pro-life advocate, in a confrontation pushed somebody, just pushed them outside of an abortion clinic. The FBI raids his house, and they're wanting to get him in prison for 11 years. Now, you could kill someone, go up and kill someone, rape someone, and serve three to four years if you get uh, serve any time at all, maybe get just probation. But this guy, because he's outside of an abortion clinic, and they want to make sure everybody gets their abortions whenever they want them because that's the whole purpose of America today. They're only 11 years, and they raided his house in the middle of the night with the FBI, guns drawn. What, a 70-year-old man I think he is? Just stunning. And so people don't hope anymore. They don't believe that anything can work anymore. And see, hope is one of those theological values. And as leaders, we got to bring hope. That means that a continual looking forward to the eternal world is not, as some modern people think, a form of escapism or wishful thinking, but one of the things a Christian is meant to do, we've got to have hope leaders, and as, as followers of God, we got to look that everything has a reason here, that God can use everything. That's Romans 8:28. It does not mean that we are to leave the present world as it is. Think about it. If you read history, you'll find that the Christians who did the most for the present world were just those who thought most of the next. The apostles themselves who set on foot the conversion of the Roman Empire, the great men who built up the Middle Ages, the English evangelicals who abolished the slave trade all left their mark on earth precisely because their minds were occupied with heaven. It is since Christians have ceased to think of the other world that they have become so ineffective in this one. Aim at heaven and you'll get earth thrown in. Aim at earth and you'll get neither. That was by C.S. Lewis from Mere Christianity. And see, this is why it's important to understand the, the, the neurological levels. We have five levels where we create belief systems. It's not just teaching you. This is how you work. It's a tree structure. At the basic level it is behavior, is your environment. Your environment is what you, you rest in. Everything comes from the environment. What kind of environment are you creating? What beliefs are allowable? What's the culture you set up? See, in my class, I set up a culture. A culture is repeated norms, acceptable behavior. That's why I get these letters. Here's a letter from Sean Newberry, senior pastor at Gilson, uh, Gleason Street Baptist Church, Portland, Oregon. This is from about 15 years ago. This last week in my life was radically changed. Your leadership training conference was perhaps the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. I was stretched, challenged, and taught more than I ever thought possible over a three-day period. Your conference challenged me to be a better pastor, husband, and father. My wife told me this morning, knowing who you are now, I don't want the old Sean ever again. My kids know that I have a greater passion for teaching them God's word and to develop them into keen leaders. My congregation knows that I want a church that is alive and active for the glory of God. My whole life is radically changed, and as a result, so is my church and my family. The first thing I did when I got back was to get my youth pastor registered for a conference. My wife told me last night, I want what you have. Count me in. My kids want to know if they have a retreat so they can learn to be better sons. See, ladies and gentlemen, you've got to understand how you work. We can make change. But you've got to be careful of the drama triangle. The world wants to make you a victim if you're non white. The problem with a victim is the victim always needs a rescuer, a savior. And if a victim doesn't get a rescuer, a savior in the proper time and the proper way, then they become the persecutor. And that's what you see in the world today. Look up the drama triangle. Stephen Cartman with a K, K A R P M A N. Ladies and gentlemen, we are the problem. We are the solution. We've got to figure out how we work, we've got to know what we want we got to be able to clean ourselves up, examine ourselves, and quit looking for the problem out there. The problem isn't those people over there. The problem isn't those police officers. The problem isn't those black people or those white people or those Democrats or those Republicans. The problem is us. And if we work on being the change that we want to see in other people, if we work on giving understanding and mercy and grace like we want from other people, there's the beginning. And then when you learn how you work, And you work to be under construction, which is a little bit better today than yesterday, a little bit better tomorrow than today, then we solve the people problem. I am Mr. Black. You are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. I'm reminding you, when you live your life like it matters, it does.
1: Dennis Prager inviting you to join me for a memorable travel opportunity that will be a highlight of your life. Mike Gallagher and I are headed again back to Israel in October for the Stand With Israel Tour. Join us along with our trusted partner, Inspiration Cruises and Tours. We'll visit key sites in the Holy Land thoughtfully designed to give you unprecedented access to a region you may have only read about. Visit StandWithIsraelTour.com for details. We'll uncover important geopolitical sites and show you Israel's significance on the world stage. You'll set foot on the ancient streets of Jerusalem, sail the Sea of Galilee, pray at the Western Wall, and much more. We'll have guides specifically for our group, lavish accommodations, and I will even broadcast my show from Israel. No other trip will be like the Stand With Israel Tour. Come with Mike Gallagher and me this October. Register today. Call 855-565-5519, 855-565-5519, or just go to standwithisraeltour.com, standwithisraeltour.com. Ringing. Liberty.